On today's show, Porsche is leaving the LMP1 class of Le Mans to join Formula E. Startup company Bollinger reveals its all-electric SUV, and Ford explains the benefits of switching to a single high-octane gasoline option. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Earlier this month, FCA resumed building diesel-powered Ram pickups, even though it did not have permission to sell the trucks from the EPA. But now Reuters reports the company will likely get that approval, and an announcement could be made as early as today. FCA had to stop selling diesel-powered Rams and Jeep Grand Cherokees after the U.S. Justice Department accused it of installing emission-cheating software. The company denied the allegations and said it wasn't deliberately trying to break emission regulations. And in related news, diesel-powered Porsche Cayennes are being recalled in Germany due to emission-cheating software. Yesterday, Porsche revealed it found, quote, irregular software in Cayennes with three-liter diesels during an internal investigation. German authorities are also looking into the VW Touareg for the same issue because it shares components with the Cayenne. And in other Porsche news, the company announced it will stop competing in the LMP1 class at Le Mans at the end of the season because it's joining the all-electric Formula E racing series in 2019. This is a bit of a surprise since the company has had great success recently in LMP1. It's won the 24 Hours of Le Mans three times in a row and it won the WEC driver and manufacturer titles in 2015 and 2016. However, Porsche isn't dropping out of the World Endurance Championship altogether. It will still compete in the GT class with its 911 RSR race car. But did you notice that Porsche is now the third German automaker to make a big Formula E announcement in the last month? All automakers that are embroiled in diesel emission woes and accusations of collusion. Hmm, kind of wonder if there's a correlation. Still to come, Due to its slumping sales, Cadillac is trimming some sedans from its lineup. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Back in April, we reported about a new on-road, off-road electric SUV from a company called Bollinger and it just took another step in its journey. Yesterday, the company unveiled its first prototype called the B1. We would say its boxy design has influences from Jeep, Range Rover, and Hummer. Technical specs for the vehicle include two 135 kilowatt electric motors that produce up to 360 horsepower, which is good for a jaunt to 60 miles per hour in just four and a half seconds. There will be two lithium ion battery packs to choose from, a 60 kilowatt hour, which will deliver 120 miles of range, or a 100 kilowatt hour pack that provides 200 miles of range. Couple of other unique features are a pass-through from the front to the rear of the vehicle and a convertible body that can go from SUV to truck. Bollinger says it will reveal pricing and manufacturing targets later this year, and you can reserve a B1 right now but it will likely be a few years before the first set of keys gets put into a customer's hand. Cadillac Chief Johan de Nyssen made a shocking announcement. 
due to shifts in the market, it's going to replace the XTS, CTS, and ATS at the end of their life cycles in 2019 with an all-new sedan called the CT5. It will be built at the same Michigan plant as the CTS and ATS and will be priced between $35,000 and $45,000. The CT6 will live on to get a new model and Cadillac will slot a new small sedan in its lineup to compete with the likes of the Audi A3. Denison also said there will be a XT4 CUV coming soon, followed by a larger three-row SUV in 2019. And you can bet some of these will be hybrid and electric vehicles. Coming up next, why Ford says there should only be one gasoline octane option at the pump. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Earlier this year, we reported on General Motors calling for the adoption of standard high-octane gasoline. It would allow automakers to raise the compression ratio of their engines, improving their thermodynamic efficiency meaning they will emit less pollutants. But it's not just GM that's in favor of this. Their crosstown rivals Ford would also like to see it happen. On AutoLine this week, we're joined by Robert Facetti, the VP of Ford Powertrain, and he talked about the benefits of making the switch. The AutoLine This Week Powertrain Series Preview is brought to you by BorgWarner. If we had a single higher octane fuel, then you wouldn't have to design for the low octane fuel. And so what, would, what stops you from uh, getting efficient in that area is, is knock. You have to be robust to knock on 87 octane fuel. If we did not have that um, requirement, we could increase the compression ratio and be robust to knock at, let's just say 96, 97, 98 RON fuel, something in there. Mm -hmm. um, the the challenge I think is to be able we, we, is to is to try to provide a fuel that's not too expensive to where the customer won't won't want it. So if we can if we can provide a fuel that's that's um, a little bit more expensive uh, but gets that better octane, then I think that's a good balance. So what you're saying is not the kind of increase in price we see for premium today. Right. Because it's a big you, jump you to go from regular to premium is right, a big if you, jump. Right, but if you yeah. put yourself in the oil company's hands, they've got to provide, they've got to provide 87, they've got to provide 91, they've got to provide 93, they've got to provide 96. They've got a complexity issue that I think is not good either. So, so I you'd think like if to see them have a, just one. If we could get to a single octane that they could optimize the fuel blends for, I think that'd be great. What sort of feedback have you gotten from your energy industry colleagues on on them changing so radically in that regard? Well, I think I think simplifying simplifying what they have to offer um, certainly they like, and we're working with them in a very very friendly way um, to see if we can't come up with a plan that that would work. And for more insight into Ford Powertrain, you can watch that entire show on Autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that is it for today. Thank you for watching and have a great weekend.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.